You're listening to special programming brought to you by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. professional counselor. Thank you, Denise, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Man, I've known this woman for quite some time. (laughs) I've known you since college, although we're not the same age. Uh, (laughs) We went to school together, yeah, and you were, you know, just in the kind of beginning of your um, educational goals. Right, right, because we met in undergrad. Yeah, now you're an MS in uh, clinical professional counseling. Yes, yes. I, I finished the trauma cycle of education. Yes. Now, you know, I got to give the listeners some background story about us. So, okay. we went to college together. We hung out together. <laughs> we were bar buddies together. And one night, which my family, especially my kids, will never forget... And you know what I'm about to say? I do. This pre-cheerleader comes to my home and does a backflip in the living room. And my kids went wild. So whenever I bring you up, I have to say, you know the one that did the (laughs) backflip. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So with all that, Denise, we have had so many conversations, right? Like personal ones. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. that have dealt with my kids, some that mm-hmm. have dealt with my marriage. And man, you gave some great advice, I have to say. Oh, that means so much coming from you, honestly. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, you know, with the kids was because of the age difference. You know, it was like... Right, I was like the gap in between. <laughs> right, you are like in between me and my kids in terms of age. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you could relate, you know, kind of both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. are you working with children now because you're so good at it or just I primarily adults? I, my, right now, my caseload is primarily adults. However, bring the kids. It is so hard to find therapists that will work with kiddos. <laughs> I, I do have to preface, though. I am completely online, so I'm totally virtual. Okay. However, we have so much fun still, like kiddos. My, the type of practice that I do is really based in ancestral forms of healing. And so okay. that really looks engaging kiddos in the expressive forms of healing. So art, play, theater, you know, anything that's fun, silly and goofy and we can do it, you know, uh, virtually as well. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. I love kiddos. And this is a question I just want to answer because everyone sure. always wonders what's the youngest age that you take. Okay. And the youngest I will go is five. Um, attention span and being on the on the video, you know, kind of limits me at like five, six years old. But yes, bring me your kids. 
You know, you bring up the uh, ancestral trauma, and then you mm. also brought up theater. So I was watching mm. an interview with Terrence Howard, and he oh, was saying, okay. you know, to work through some of that stuff, you know, ancestral or social, theater is a great way to express, you know, those things and work through some of that trauma. Mm. Yeah, so that yeah. kind of resonated Yes, absolutely. I completely understand. I was originally a theater major. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, I was originally a theater major and my parents were basically like, and no hate on theater majors because I love y'all, y'all my people. But my parents in the day, you know, my parents are in their 70s. So they were like, you can't make money. So like, what's your, what's your, like, that's cute. But like, you can't do that. Right. Not unless you're like Taraji P. Henson. Exactly. Like, we're not in L.A. This yeah. isn't Hollywood. <laughs> like, where are you going? <laughs> right, right. So, so they didn't want they you to... nudged me into a different direction. And back then, like, you know, I was like, okay, well, I want to do theater, but I'm going to be a psychologist. And they were like, this isn't really what we meant by changing. Because <laughs> back then, psych wasn't really taken seriously yet either. So, oh. yeah. So explain the difference. Explain the difference between a a clinical professional counselor and a uh, psychologist. Like, what's the difference? Yes. So psychologists and psychiatrists are able to prescribe meds. That's basically our biggest difference. Um, I'm a clinical professional counselor, which means I don't dab in the medicine. I'm not, I I don't dab with big pharma. We're not friends. Okay. But... (laughs) You know, so that's like the main difference as far as our training, our professional background, um, you know, our clinic, clinical hours that we have to get. um, They're all the same pretty much. And then psychiatrists do additional work because they have to go to med school. Right. But and then the psychologist. So basically you give therapy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. Now, when I called you and I asked you (laughs) what type of therapy you named several things and none of them am I familiar with. So the first one was somatic practitioner. What is somatic? Ooh, 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 (laughs) let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So a somatic response is actually referring to the response that our nervous system has to our everyday environment. So I always tell the people that I, that I sit with that your body responds faster than your brain. So this is why we have fight, flight, freeze, or fod mode. Those are survival states that our body subconsciously goes into whether our brain has registered it or not. Like our brain doesn't say, okay, I'm going to fight now. We just start that. I'm going to just kick your ass. Yeah, yes, exactly. You, you know, you just throw hands, right? That's right, why right. sometimes when we get super upset, we're like, I saw red. I don't know what was happening. That's because your brain's not actually working fast enough. Okay. Your body is working for you in those moments. Okay. So when we're talking about somatic experiencing, what we're doing, my specialty is working with people that have trauma, which all of us do. And if mm. you're black, <laughs> uh, you have it. Okay. Just period. So, okay. yes, experience. Okay. And so working with people is somatic response, because what happens is that when our body, our nervous system goes into a response, 
from reacting to a traumatic event, what can happen in our nervous system is that that survival state and that survival response that we do in that moment can get locked into our nervous system. And then if we don't deactivate that nervous system response, what happens is that a temporary response turns into a long-term response. And over time, because this is not how our body is built to work for us, so over time, that long-term survival state actually shows up in dis-ease in the body. That can look like mental problems. That can look like emotional problems. And that can look like physical ailments, Mm. diabetes, heart issues, heart attack, anxiety attacks, you know, not being able to concentrate, not having good attention, things like this. Okay. So we, we, we are really starting to learn that if we don't start here in our nervous systems, this is why we have all of these other diseases that we have learned over time how to pathologize, which is also super white supremacist, but we can talk about that on a, diff- <laughs> on a different time. That you me on that. <laughs> That's another show. <laughs> Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's the somatic okay. experiencing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I get it. You're, you're getting people to deal with the trauma by slowing down and dealing yeah. with things so you make a more, so you have a more appropriate response. Is that right? Absolutely. Close. So when okay. we're, yeah, no, absolutely. When we're working, because, Go, slowing down is a key part of recognizing our somatic ex- response. Okay. So it's those subtle, those subtle things that we don't notice until we learn how to notice them. Like, okay. you know, when someone's like, you know, well, that just pissed me off. I'm like, hold on, pause. As you're saying pissed off, what's, what's happening in your body's experience, right? What is, so well, you're, you're you know, identifying triggers. Is that correct? Right. Okay. We're identifying our body gearing up to survive. Okay. Because if we can catch it in that, we can actually have much more control over it. Because sometimes the way that we use to survive to, um, in response to a traumatic experience mm-hmm. one time or at one moment in our life doesn't work for the rest of our life. And right. so learning how to catch that response when it's happening and say, oh, I don't actually need to respond this way. I know what my body's about to do in this moment for me. And it is trying to promote my survival. However, the way that it's doing it now doesn't work for me or it isn't appropriate anymore. Right. And so then we can start to shift and alter and have control in that moment. But it's very subtle and it takes time and practice. Yes, because I know I'm too old to kick somebody's ass. Exactly, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I love. I first of all, you're not old, but second of all, I love working with elderly po- the actual elderly population, because that's not you, but the the elderly population. Keep restating that. <laughs> because, because they they honestly are kind of like. Yeah, they're at the end phase of their life, but they also can't cope the same way. They physically can't do what they've been doing the majority of their life. So it kind of becomes 
as a result of like, yeah, like I can't whoop anybody's ass. Like, you know, I'm 70, I'm 16. And then you got to basically just remember. So so you got some other stuff now. Mm -hmm. You know, this Mm -hmm. is one piece of what you do. One piece. one. One piece. And where you do it is at Elevated Therapy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell us about your uh, your agency. Yes. So there's kind of like a, a an over branching. All of the the parts that we're about to discuss kind of interweave through each other, and the over branching company is called Elevate Consulting. Okay. And we do a few things, right? So part of this is somatic experiencing and therapy, and then another part of this company is doing, um, working with corporations, businesses, nonprofit organizations. And what I do is I come into your company and I observe how things are operating within your culture. Okay. And so I come to your company and I kind of just sit back, see how the flow is, and I identify wounds, wounds within this nervous system. Because Yes, we have a nervous system within our body, mm-hmm. but then we create these subsectors of nervous systems and other family systems that we create through our lives. So that could be our friend family system. That could be our family family system. Okay. That could be our work family system. Okay. And so I learn your family system within your company and corporation, and then we identify where the wounds are within this nervous system of this nuclei. And we learn how to appropriately communicate, how to have safe, vulnerable, honest, transparent communication. And I teach um, like management and uh, like the management, like CEOs, anybody at the top tiers of the company, how to lead without asserting power, right? How do we, how do we manage an operation without having a hierarchy and a power structure that is violent and also based in patriarchy? And so deconstructing these ideas and also seeing kind of this third point party come in and have an overview of like, listen, this is the culture of your environment. And this could be associated to maybe why we have high turnover rates, why we have Mm -hmm. people that are constantly calling in or not coming to shifts and not showing up. Right. right? Like, or this could be why we're constantly in conflict with communication or we have passive aggressiveness within our structure. Right. And so we denormalize those toxic communication styles and we learn and build up from that structure um, and learn how to communicate appropriately because people don't leave, people do not leave organizations because they hate them. People leave organizations because they have management. That is the number one reason people quit jobs or get fired from that. Mm. It's because they get to a tipping point and it's because people don't know how to lead because we're all working out of a power structure of patriarchy and hierarchy. Right. And then all of our um, strengths are not in leadership, you know, when we own a business. So we need that that outside help, right? Yes. Yes, that that becomes, that's something that I think is one of the 
most like aha moments within companies that I have where I'm like, yeah, you keep telling this person to do this job and they're clearly not good at it. Do you have somebody (laughs) else that could do this job that like, instead of just getting mad at this person for like not doing it the way that you want to and like continuing to coach them, quote unquote, coach them, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't we just accept that that's not them? Because everyone, and I mean everyone, I mean, it's not everyone, but I would give it five years, it will be everyone. Everyone is neurodiverse out here. Shout out to my neurodiverse community and population because it's everybody. And so we don't work at the same structure that, you know, our, our coworker next to us does. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm somebody that has ADHD, don't give me five different tasks that I need to do and expect that like all of them are going to be completed at the same rate. Right. That makes sense. So that's another yeah. piece of Elevate Consulting, right? Yes. Yeah. But there's a couple another- of other things that you do. Yeah. And we're going to get into yes. those. Yeah. So the next one is Psychedelic Integration Coach. What do you mean by psychedelic integration coach? Yes. Okay. So this is really exciting. So I have um, therapy going on and then business consulting. And then this other component is my coaching, my coaching business. And this is a really fun component because one, it allows me to work world worldwide Um, And two, it allows me to work in like the most sacred space that there is, in my opinion, and that is with Mother Earth, right? Like, oh, I thought you were going to say in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Mother Earth can't be a bed. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on if you have that ecosexuality going. Don't make me (laughs) choke. I'm drinking hot tea. Now, we talked about sex a lot, too. Now, we talked about sex back in the day. Quite a bit. Yes, we did. But we're not going to talk about that today. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so yes. Yeah, so, Mother Earth and, like, the medicine that she provides. So, what I offer mm-hmm. is psychedelic integration coaching. I work with a m- amazing tribe of women that are natives to this land and others who okay. get sacred forms of plant and animal medicine. This can look like psilocybin, which is shrooms. This can look like combo, which is um, poison from a frog. This can okay. look like... Um, tobacco or rape. This can look like um, DMT, right? MDMA. DMT is like um, DMT, right? It's uh, the root of a specific plant and a certain, it's a certain component of that. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then we've got like MDMA and, um, you know, we're seeing like all this like natural, this wave of like psilocybin and plant medicine kind of um, going through FDA approvals and clinical trials and stuff because it's becoming more and more, um, I would say, colonized. But You're not uh, giving people these animal and plant medicines. You're studying them or you're referring out. What does that look like? 
Yes. So both things are happening. I am referring and I am sitting with. So the the tribe of women that I sit with are all native to the land. So their, their medicine that they bring, so they are doing the administering of the plant medicines or the animal medicines. And what I am doing is I'm sitting through this entire journey with you and them and all of us together. And we start with the beginning where we like set intentions, right? Like I'm already a trauma therapist. So people that are coming to me are gravitating towards me because they have specific areas in their life that are um, traumatic and that they can't really get past. Right. They don't understand why why this still comes up for them or why they're still super rageful and all of these things. Right. So there's specific trauma that you want to work on. We talk about it. We talk about how plant and animal medicine, like which medicine might be the most effective or what what medicine is drawing, drawing to them. And we talk about, you know, doing a ceremony is what we would call it. And so when that happens, this is when I call in my awesome uh, tribe. And what happens is that I sit with you in the ceremony. I'm there the entire time. And I am basically like your emotional support dog. That's got to be expensive. Also with your, with the tribe, you know, like they're also supporting you along the way, but you know me, right. And I'm someone that is also like has some clinical training in my background as well. And so Then after this, we also integrate, which is a super important part, which is why I am a psychedelic integration coach, because the integration is super important. There is no time frame on it. So integration can last five days. It can last eight years. It can last your whole life. Um, And what we're doing is immediately afterwards, you have this mind blowing experience and you're like, whoa, all of this stuff is super awakened and yeah, you're vulnerable. Yeah, you would have to have a professional because I'd probably exactly. want to join in. So I think this is so, 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 so important, especially oh, yeah. as we see that plant medicine becoming more, more, um, like less stigma, and more people are willing to 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 start exploring plant medicine. You know, we're seeing its effectiveness on a, an addiction and depression and anxiety, all of these things. And so having somebody there after a ceremony like this is very important to process. How do I, how do I understand, right? Like, how do I understand what just happened to me? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I in and I sit with people and we just process like what happened for as long as you need it and as long as it takes for you. So yes, it can be expensive, especially with the... Yeah, I noticed uh, you were ignoring that for a while. I know it's got to, got to be expensive. You got so the tribe, you got you, you got the medicines. I, I say, for to me, it's, it's not expensive. It's accessible. But okay. I would tell people that if you're looking to do this, I highly recommend doing it word for word of mouth. I do think that's what Lamar word. Odom did something like this, right? Yes. A lot of celebrities are doing yeah. this and have been. Yeah. Do not just Google and Google schmoogle and find some, some person that you like on Instagram and be like, Ooh, them like, this is a sacred journey. This is also sacred medicine. This is indigenous. These are indigenous practices. Honor the sacredness of the medicine. And I highly recommend people doing it word of mouth. Someone that you know has done it, see who their source is and go that way because that's how you know if 
the people that you're going through are reputable. If this costs thousands of dollars for you, I do not recommend you doing it because the medicine should not be that costly. It should not cost that much money to heal. It is not a thousand, it's not thousands of dollars to do it with me. It's not even hundreds of dollars to do it. It's 999. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you know what, listeners, you know what? You can find Denise Hooks on my website. Elevated Consulting is there. www.itswhereiam.com. And you can find her under the resources page. Thank you. You're welcome. Girl, you've been there since the last interview. I've been on air for three years. So, <laughs> yeah, oh I, never, I never took you down. I know. Yeah, I love I'm you. So ha- I'm so happy we got to do it. Yeah. Is there anything you else you want our listeners to know before I let you go? Yes. If you are interested in doing a psychedelic integration retreat, and it's this is for women, it is called Consciousness Raising. I will be having a, a, another one finally because so many people have been reaching out to me in the summertime. So June or July. And if you are interested, just, you know, drop a DM, hit me up in the messages on Instagram and let me know and I can get you the information to register. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank, yeah. you, thank so you so much, Denise, for being my guest today. Thank you for having me. And I'm looking forward to hearing about the uh, retreat during the summer. You got to tell us about it. Yes, it's going to be amazing. Very excited. Very cool. Are you going to uh, document anything like video wise? Yeah, I'm going to do some 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 videoing and some photography while while we're there. I already I only have like two spots left and um, we already have four women signed up. So I'm really excited. And this is something that you don't have to live, you know, I know this is public and, and local, but you, you can be anywhere. You can be from anywhere and, and sign up for it. It is local, but however, my website and podcast are available everywhere. So oh, awesome. if you're interested, hook up, uh, connect uh, with Denise from my website. Yeah. Her, her information is there. Thank you. All righty, sister. We'll talk to you later. Well, 91.5 Jazz and More. This is Zandra Pollard. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget, you can find me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Podcast. And of course, it'sWhereIam.com. Thank you. See you next week. 